Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and it's my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer for such a time as this, most holy God, creator of all life. We thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy and your power over all of us. I ask, O Father, that you pour out your mercy on us today. May we in this nation, your people, become your people once again. Father in heaven, we the people in the land of the free and the home of the brave desperately need you. Oh, that we would leave our ways of seeking to be blessed and instead seek to bless others. We beg you for your guidance and your wisdom for our leaders. We ask for your protection over our land from our enemies, both within and without. And we praise you for the freedom you have given us through the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you put your hedge of protection around our President and Vice President and the teams that they have together that are fighting for this nation, Lord, trying to make the best decisions for the people. We ask that you will give them godly counsel and great discernment as President Trump listens to all those on his team and he tries to put this information together for the best of a nation. So many things to consider. Such a weight on this man. I just pray that you will be with him. Give him strength and comfort. We lift him up to you, O God. I thank you, Father, for my advertisers and my sponsors, and I ask that you'll bless them. They are experiencing some rough, rough times, and which dominoes to us. We, uh, we need your intervention, Father. We need your help. Bless the people, Father. Many are sick. Many are hurting. Many are grieving whether it's the virus or some other affliction that has come across this nation or the people. They need you. For such a time as this, I believe you have placed me here. And I'm trying very hard to have faith that you will see us through. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, this is a little satire, and I hope that you will listen to what I have to say. Had a very rough weekend, you know. Started out Friday. I was accosted and mugged right here in my hometown. It wasn't just one thief, but a mob of thieves. On one hand, they kept the appropriate COVID-19 distance. In fact, it was about a thousand miles in distance. But I was scared nonetheless. I truly was. The band of thieves didn't care that I was out of work, that I had all my children home, and that it truly does take more food and more toilet paper than normal. 
this band of merry men, they weren't here to rob from the rich and give to the poor, but they flat out said, we're going to rob from the poor. That's you and give to whoever we want. One of them, it was a female. She had a really bad makeup job and her teeth kept moving around in her mouth and she was one scary dudette, I'm telling you. She yelled, the Kennedy Center of Arts deserves more than you, you low piece of deplorable scum. And the leader of this band of thieves was a taller man with white hair. He was slow-talking and calmer, and he was wearing a suit. I remember thinking, why does he need my money? He seemed a little bit more sympathetic, but not enough to walk away. If only they had had a gun pointing at me, but it... It was different. It was it was a scarier object. It it was small and 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 it was pointy. It looked like a really fancy ballpoint pen. They wanted every cent I had. That gal said, "We want it all. Take it all, Mitch." I think that's what she called him. He said, "Calm down. We have time." And then he turned slowly around and he looked at me. And he spoke low and soft, kind of in a southern drawl. He said, give me all your money. I only had a hundred dollars. The lady yelled, I call her lady, that's not really what I thought she was. That's all you have? What happened to the rest? I paid my taxes, you evil witch. At this point, I was growing angry. Still very scared. But not for my life. Something told me this was more than just a momentary mugging. I looked at the leader of the mob. Please, sir, I just lost my job. My poor dear grandmother has COVID-19 and needs a respirator to save her life. The witch yelled, oh, shut up, you whining simpleton. What basket did you just crawl out of? I glared at her. She didn't care. I didn't see her, except that she was moving her teeth around nervously trying to keep them in her face they took my hundred dollars and and they started to walk away then as if a moment of sympathy the one they called mitch turned back to me and he said hey kid let me make you a deal i'll give you a dollar and ten cents back but you have to promise to go spend it the economy the economy needs stimulated quickly the president says we're in a crisis. I was so relieved they were gone. Then the woman shouted, We'll be back. We're going to work on another deal, so don't get too comfy there. I wasn't sure what she meant, but it was truly scary. It was an old and odd mugging, for sure. They didn't seem to like one another, this band of D.C. thieves, but they all agreed on one thing. Take her money, take it all, and let's leave. One shouted something about a recess. I watched as they walked away. But they stopped at the next person, a thousand miles away, and mugged that American, too. It was one after the other, just constant, one after uh, just a citizen, American citizen, one after the other. I wept for the loss, not for my money, but the fact that these thieves in suits had plenty. And yet it wasn't enough. They were out to rob from every American, wreck an economy. 
didn't seem like a stimulus thing at all, but as if they had an agenda. This becomes more obvious with every passing COVID-19 hour. This crisis is theirs to use, to rob, and to take, and to devour. Citizens beware, for the crisis is here, and the Congress band of thieves intend to take every opportunity they can to rob you blind, stimulus be darned. The moral of the story, it's not the end, unless we let them continue. Congress is the crisis, the merry band of thieves, who will take every cent you have and walk away, quite pleased. I was mugged this weekend, and so were you, America. I don't know if you realize it or not. It has been said that the stimulus money they're going to give every American person, and $500 if you had children. <laughs> Darn, I have children. I can't get paid for them because <laughs> they're not living in my house anymore. It's going to cost you more than you're receiving. And I don't know if most Americans realize that or not. Watched Levin last night, and the gentleman, Steve Moore, that was on with him said, for this $2.2 trillion, they could have canceled every American's income tax, and they'd have had more stimulus than what they're doing in this package. What are they doing in this package? Well, I've got a really good article I'm going to share with you when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Do you feel stimulated? That's 877-895-5410, and we will be right back. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE talkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Bethan help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Bethan are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and 
and bring America home. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. He just keeps talking. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Before I go to the phones, I wanted to tell you that today is National Doctors Day. And there's an awful lot of doctors put in an, putting in an awful lot of extra time these days. So I'll lift them up in prayer. And if you know someone, if you have somebody in your family that's a doctor, uh, send them an email or a text or, or whatever it needs to be to just tell them thank you. Thank you for all they do. My mother was a registered nurse when she was living. She served people, and uh, she would have been right on top of this volunteering her time, I'm sure, had she uh, been here and able. And I know of others that uh, really care about the people. And they're putting their lives on the line, just like uh, our law law enforcement and and uh, uh, firefighters and others do every single day, our soldiers. They're there right now in the trenches because this is a war. Now, I want to go to Joe in Arkansas. He's going to turn our topic just a little bit, so I'm going to ask you to do it quickly. Joe, how are you doing today? I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to hear you on shortwave, but today's coming in good. <laughs> so I'm about that. Yeah, I'm doing fine. You know, I've been going about my business as best I can, you know, just as usual, not doing anything whatsoever unusual to try to avoid getting the woo and I'm doing just fine. No <laughs> sign of getting sick whatsoever yet so far, and I don't see anybody yeah. around here that's sick. No, but, uh, but everybody got anyway. mugged this weekend anyway. <laughs> yep, you're sure right about that. Yeah, what I think right. is basically going on is I remember reading in the Epic Times newspaper several years ago, they published a speech mm. by a Chinese general that said that the Chinese military and political leadership had given, had given a lot of thought about the best way to conquer America, and the conclusion they came to was germ warfare, and he said they were working on engineering something that would be really good at killing Americans but not so harmful to the Chinese, so they could let it loose here, kill off the Americans, and the Chinese could come over and take over the territory of America. But I think, so that's what was what they were planning at that time, but I think they had a change of plans. I think what they decided was, hey, we've got plenty of Comrades and collaborators in America. So all we have to, we don't have to kill off all the Americans. We can humiliate them and subjugate them. All we have to do is hit them with something bad enough to give them a really good scare. And then our comrades and collaborators in America will help us impose Chinese-style government and Chinese-style social control on America and ruin the American economy so that we can be the world's dominant economic power. And I think that's what's going on. 
Well, I think they're trying to take advantage of it, that's for sure and for certain. I've got several articles here that kind of lean to that a little bit, and uh, I... uh, I think that they, uh, it's going to backfire on them. I think, what is it? They've, they've awakened the sleeping giant, and that'd be the American people who can't get to work. And uh, they're going to be a little bit upset with those comrades that are in Congress and those comrades that are in Big Corp and those comrades that are in the mainstream media that just keep stroking the Chinese kitty cat and thinking that they're all purring and happy. And I think it's going to fall on their face. I think they're going to fall on their faces. I think the American people. People are going to wake up and see the light. I really do. I think many of them have already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally, I think it could win handle this. Be say, okay, all those that want to stay home and isolate themselves, you know, stay home, isolate yourself, don't go to work. You know, the government will give you three or four hundred dollars a week to uh, stay home. You know, for a year, say, and everybody that wants to go back to work and take their chances and you know, be responsible for themselves and whatever medical bills they might possibly incur as a result of this, go back to work and let's get back to business. I think that would be a good way to handle it. Well, I think I think the president's going to try and get people back to work as quick as he can. There's obviously a real crisis in New York, and I'm going to address some of these crises that are going across these uh, uh, states because it is a state governor's obligation prior to any crisis to have their state ready for a crisis, and instead they let things get depleted and then they sit there and whine at the president or because they're not getting stuff to them fast enough when they're the ones that turned it away. Not so long ago, because, you know, we don't need that. So they didn't want to spend any money on those respirators. And now they're screaming, we want free respirators. So I agree with you. And uh, I think American people are going to have to wake up or or we're done. So thank you, Joe. Appreciate the call. God bless you. I have several things here. But this one is actually written by Ned Ryan. And he spells his last name R-Y-U-N. And he wrote this in American Greatness. And I was reading this this morning, and I already had my idea being mugged because I kind of felt like that when it happened. I was really hoping the president wouldn't sign that, even though I know that the American businesses need help. I'm not talking about the big businesses. I don't understand. There's things I don't understand. Now, I understand the economy's hurting. I understand that. But there's somebody was saying that they let, they gave everybody pink slips already. Why would they do that? Why would you fire them? Why didn't you just lay them off? You don't have to pay them when they're laid off. At least that was kind of the way it was whenever I got laid off. You didn't get paid. You'll get called back to work when work increases. We've got a a meatpacking plant here in in this little area, and they get real geared up and keyed up around the holidays, and they will hire extra people, and then they lay you off. And even though you know it's coming, it's still hurtful, but you know it's coming. So why are they firing them? Why are they giving them pink slips instead of laying them off? Why well, the thought just crossed my mind. Maybe it has something to do with the unemployment insurance benefits. Do you get more if you're fired and less if you're just laid off? I don't know. I don't know. That may I be. Don't know. I'm not an economist. I'm not not a politician. So let me share this article with you. Please bear with me because I am going to read it. It's our crooked Congress. Now, you know how I feel about Congress. So this guy, he's got the numbers. 
And uh, that's why I wanted to share it with you. He goes, while the American people should always be watching what is taking place in Washington, D.C., this is ever more true in our current crisis. In case you weren't watching, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi from California, presumptive Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden, have made it very clear where the priorities lie. Hint, they are not with the American. They are not with the Americans or their well-being. Now, you need to realize that. These yahoos in Congress, and I'm talking about every side of the aisle, could care less about you. And they're not hurting. They're not missing a paycheck. They're not getting their insurance canceled. And they have plenty of help. Democrats decided that the Chinese coronavirus pandemic was a great time to try and backdoor their long laundry list of lefty goals. While Americans were feeling for their lives, fearing for their lives and livelihoods, Pelosi and her crew of were treating the crisis as though it were a political gift, a genie in a bottle who could make all their wishes come true. Green New Deal, open borders, funding sanctuary cities, forcing unions and mid-sized companies, 500 to 10,000 employees if they take government funds, ballot harvesting, and a cool $350 million for migrants and refugees among their items. This was what they had on that list. But even more insulting is that the Democrats decided it was time to take advantage of a crisis to hand out goodies for their friends. $75 million for the public broadcasting service and national public radio. (laughs) We're not public radio. $50 million for the Office of Museum and Library Services that already got funded for the year. $8 million for tribal governments. $10 billion, I'm sorry, that was $8 billion for tribal governments, $10 billion for the U.S. Postal Service, $25 million for the Kennedy Center, because nothing says helping the American people like giving to the Kennedy Center a facelift, right? Even though it's sitting on a $140 million endowment, and wait for it, kids, wait for it. A $25 million pay raise for the House of Representatives, as well as $20 million for the FBI to cover salaries and expenses. That's what they wanted. He says, but don't worry. Just be good little people and you'll get your $1,200 check, as well as 500 per child, unless, of course, the geniuses in Congress have deemed you to make too much money. And then you'll get squash. You'll get nothing. Think of all this as a bowl of porch, a porridge for Americans in exchange for an inheritance kind of ideal. You get the bowl of porridge. And don't ask for more, either. Was that out of uh, some old play, some old theater? I think that was Oliver, wasn't that, Oliver? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. There's more in this article. I think you'll be very, very interested in it. I love the way he writes. (laughs) I should send him my mug story. People, wake up. Because we're in a crisis right now, and it isn't the COVID crisis. It's the crisis of Congress, and we will be right back. 
Richard. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm sharing this article with you, and I'm, I've got someone on hold, and I want to thank him for his, uh, his uh, patience because I want to finish this before we go to him. He said, at this time when we should be focused on most expedient way to save lives and save jobs, the Democrats were peddling for all the legislation they'd hoped to pass during President Trump's first term and failed. In other words, I put down business as usual. The good news is that the Senate version stripped out most of the nonsense. Now, I didn't strip out all of it. They're still going to get their money for the Kennedy Center. However, quite conveniently, left most of the pork intact, he said. But imagine for one minute the Democrats controlled the Senate or worse yet, the White House. You'd be looking at a brave new world right now, would we? (laughs) The behavior on display is somewhere between deeply immoral and evil, but also feels like par for the course. Throw on top such things as, say, the insider trading elected representatives of both parties and staff now stand accused of, you might think the swamp is more steamy sewer of absolute corruption funded by the hard work of American taxpayers. The people in Congress were granted privileged classified information regarding the state of our markets in closed-door briefings. And with that knowledge, instead of protecting the American people, they protected the security of their own pockets. As a a reminder, he says, the Commodity Exchange Act, better known as the Stock Act, became law in April 2012. It prohibited this very thing. Though, let's be honest, the fact that such an obvious breach of ethics had to be codified in order to, for us to recognize it as unlawful is semi-shocking, don't you agree? But don't worry. Don't worry, though. The Stock Act was gutted in 2013, and now its penalties serve as mere slaps on the wrist. They did that without anybody knowing it, my friends. We talked about that a week or so ago. Not only that... But let's not forget the other time Congress reproposed your tax dollars to benefit themselves. Remember the $25 million they used to hush up sexual harassment suits? They call it the slush fund. Whose money is that? They would be tens of millions more to bail out the American people and small business owners, but sorry, got to keep that immoral congressional behavior on the fly to help re-election so they can sell out, sell us all out once again. The overreaching trouble with Congress today is that most of them view you as their ATM to fund their priorities. But let's face it, they also view laws as a series of suggestions for themselves rather than as the rules that govern our nation and ensure it's run smoothly. While we all hope we can get back to normal sometime soon, there's almost zero reason to believe Congress will start acting in a responsible way, and this is exactly the kind of normal we should hope to avoid. Perhaps the electorate... The electorate... (laughs) can look forward to the fall elections and hold accountable 
those who exasperated and already not exasper yeah exasperated an already unbelievable situation. Well, I'm exasperated. <laughs> they exasperated, but I'm exasperated. They exasperated. There we go. We get the B and the P's in the right places. And I'm aggravated. Congress is corrupt. Every last one of them. You heard my story of the mugging. Mitch and Pelosi, they work together. We're going to go to Tim in Iowa. He wants to talk about the hysteria. Tim, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Beth. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right for a girl who just got mugged. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been spending all weekend uh, monitoring Facebook and watching people and and local governments overreact to what's going on. Oh. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's, uh, you know, every day... I think uh, Mike Pence holds up the CDC guidelines on how we conduct <laughs> ourselves during this, yeah. and nobody reads them. If I uh, look in here about avoiding crowds, it says in here, uh, avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. Your risk of exposure to respiratory viruses like COVID-19 may increase in crowded, closed-in settings, with little air circulation if there are people in the crowd who are sick. Well, somehow that's been interpreted as don't go out to Walmart with your kids. Well, they did tell us not to go out for things that we don't need. <laughs> but you've got yeah. to get out of the house. You've got to, And you've got to open up the house. If it's not yeah. freezing outside, open up those windows and let some fresh air in. You've got to do that. Not that you're diseased inside the house but you need that that refreshing air to flow through and you're absolutely right people are but i have to tell you funny exactly. my kids you look. should see you should see the postings on here they're, they're shaming some of these girls and some of these some of these young ladies have two or three kids and no babysitter and, and it's getting terrible and then they then then they came out that our city parks they were closed well, they really weren't closed. That you can go into city parks, but you can't use the equipment. So, and, and I they're using the equipment some, in my city park. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see some sense in, in that, but then, but the word gets out at first. They had to put a clarification on it today, because when they first got released, it was uh, it was uh, the parks were all closed. Well, and I think that was the national parks. I think that was the national parks at first. No, I'm talking about local news and everything. And then you've got this this in Maryland last night. This fellow had a bonfire (laughs) going with 60 people there. The governor uh, issued that that's illegal. So um, he got arrested last night for having a bonfire on his own personal private property. And they said there were 60 people there, and the governor had outlawed any public gathering that big. Well, I mean, if we go back to the uh, code here, it says uh, poorly ventilated spaces. I don't think outdoors around a bottom fire is poorly ventilated, do you? No. You know, the guy probably did it just to be, you know, 
<laughs> just, to, just to be in their well, face. Well, they arrested yeah. him based on gov- uh, order of the governor's. Uh, but it's an order, not a law, so they really can't. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah, know how they're going to get. Yeah, they can't get away with that. And, you know, if this carries on very long, the American people are going to come out of their house and say, you know what, we're going to take our chances. we got to get back to work. This nation needs us, and we need yeah. our jobs. And our and children need to be fed. The state of Maryland. Yeah. How much oh, so you got 60 people there that are going to end up with a settlement. Yeah, that's, so that's another way to think of it. There's a lot of arrests over this. Now, I have to tell you, funny, because everybody's kind of making light of, of the uh, the card that uh, Vice President Pence hand, holds up every time, you know, we need to keep doing these things. <laughs> so my kids like to FaceTime me, and one of my sons, he's got his card, and he's got it laminated, just like the Vice President. And while he's FaceTiming and we say something, he sneaks his little card up into the face of the, of the camera so that we can read our little <laughs> So American people are having fun with it even if they are staying in and behaving themselves it's a, it's uh you know I, I really think and i know that you do too the president's doing an awesome job uh with this team and i'm going to address that here in the last segment but i hear the music we're out of time for this segment tim thank you thank you for your insight people don't be don't don't panic don't panic be calm open the doors open the windows go out for a walk take some time. I said, you know, the drive-in theaters ought to be opening up and really making a heyday. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we will be right back. As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet is help tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and so does my husband. We sleep better and wake more refreshed, ready to conquer a new day. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow, mattress choppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, Mike is bringing back the BOGO offer for the MyPillows. That's right. Buy one MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free. Enter promo code BETHANN. Call 1-800-978-6168 for these great radio specials. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Gold is an investment. Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver is CSE Talk Radio's choice for gold, silver, and all of your precious metals. Gold and silver are the ultimate forms of wealth. They are beautiful and alluring to virtually everyone on earth. They are extremely scarce and can't be counterfeited. Your contact, your trusted dealer is Melody Cedarstrom at Discount Gold and Silver. Discount Gold and Silver take pride in their business practices. No hard pressure sales. No boiler room tactics. Low prices, quality products, fast shipping. For all your gold, silver, platinum, and palladium needs, buy and sell. Discount Gold and Silver take pride in the fact that they educate their clients so that you can make an informed decision. Visit Melody Cedarstrom at dgscoins.com or call her at 1-800-375-4188. dgscoins.com or 1-800-375-4188. Discount Gold and Silver is the common sense way to invest. we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Seth Ann. I want you to think about that. I started out with that silly little story that I made up, but it's not, it's not made up. She really were mugged over the weekend, and uh, they, they, they are holding you. They're holding you hostage for your money, and they're breaking this nation. The House responsibility of the House of uh, Representatives is to guard the purse. Not spend the purse. And they do a really poor job. But what I love about this nation is how Americans can laugh in the face of all kinds of crises. So I'm really a big fan of Babylon B. And today it popped up and it says, eat fewer bats. It says, in an effort to help curb... The spread of coronavirus. Chick-fil-A has announced that it will temporarily be changing its advertising slogan from eat more chicken to eat fewer bats. The chicken sandwich chain will run public health ads and billboards with its iconic cow mascots reminding people to eat fewer bats and have delicious chicken sandwich instead. Chick-fil-A restaurants will also... Now, this is satire, people. This is satire. Somebody's made it up. Appreciate, uh, it says, Chick-fil-A restaurants will also host people who don't eat bats appreciation day. Where people can come in and don't eat a bat, get a free chicken sandwich. Don't go to Chick-fil-A and think you're going to get a free chicken sandwich. We're just doing our little part to stop this kind of thing from ever happening again, said CEO, CEO Dan Cathy. 
You know what's much better than bats? A delicious chicken sandwich and waffle fries, especially with some Chick-fil-A sauce or Polynesian sauce if you really want to get crazy. Kathy also reminded Chick-fil-A customers that all the restaurant food products are 100% bat-free. But seriously, people, stop eating bats. And the New York Times quickly published an article calling the ad campaign racist. And that's America right there in a nutshell. Babylon B, it's all satire. None of it was true. You're not going to get to walk in Chick-fil-A and get a free sandwich. But if you'll know, Chick-fil-A is the one that comes to the rescue a lot of times when people are in need and does get free sandwiches and lunches. Now, this is an article. I had so much I wanted to share today. This is an article that I saw yesterday. By the way, yesterday was my grandson's birthday, and today is my number three son's birthday. Happy birthday to the men in my lives. My life, not lives. I don't know how many lives I've got. Maybe I've got nine. Go ahead, COVID. (laughs) China faces a reckoning, he says. Now, this is Boris Johnson. He is furious with China and the role they have played in this pandemic. Now, if you also know, he has the... uh, China, I mean the China, the China virus. He has the China virus. I know Rudy's yeah, pointing at me. I'm saying, I said it. I said it. <laughs> the C in COVID stands for China. <laughs> he says they are going to have a day of reckoning, and I'm thinking, go, Boris, go. And Trump is playing nice right now, but he is not going to play nice. If you're listening, China, he's not going to play nice after this. You will have a day of reckoning. Now, whether this virus was intentionally let loose or non-intentionally, unintentionally, accidentally, they still kept things secret. They wouldn't let the people know. They didn't want to know what they had done, where it was going. And it has exploded in places. New York is a mess. Of course, they they had one of their Department of Health telling people, a couple of weeks ago, this is nothing. Go out and party. Go out and do this. Of course, that was the Chinese uh, New Year. Get out and do things. This is nothing. And now they're all sick. They haven't got enough hospital beds. They're taking in ho- hotels and making hospitals out of them. But she won't have to answer for what she did. Boris is upset. He says, far too long, nations have lamely kowtowed to China in the desperate hope of winning trade deals. But once we get clear of this terrible pandemic, it is imperative that we all rethink the relationship and put it on a much more balanced and honest basis. Amen. I say cut them. 100% cut them. No more deals with China. Of course, I'm, I'm not an economist. <laughs> and I would tell these pharmaceutical companies, they have to stay in this nation. We can do that. They've already threatened, China has already threatened the Americans with no medicines. Should we not play fair? So, if you're a person of money, and you don't know how to help this country... Maybe you've already bought a million respirators to uh, distribute. I'm talking about the billionaires that are out there. You know, the Koch brothers and Bloomberg and all them that want to help everybody so badly. Why don't you open a pharmaceutical business right here in the United States? Put people to work and keep us safe that way. 
Well, mainly because Bloomberg loves China, and the Koch brothers love China, and they love illegal immigrants, because that's cheap labor here, and China is cheap labor there. Well, we're going to have to wait on this one, but this was sent to me by my good buddy in uh, Wisconsin. And he sent it to the president. He said, I, I sent this message to the White House a few days ago, and I have also passed it on to my senator, Ron Johnson. It's a really good letter. He's talking about the coronavirus and the pharmaceutical issues and China. He's a really smart guy. He should be running for office. Election is coming. We've quit counting the election days because we're counting our <laughs> stay-at-home days. Today is day 15. The president speaks to you every single day. I hope that you have the time to listen. I don't always get to catch him, except on the sly afterwards. But elections are coming up, and my suggestion is getting stronger and stronger to you. Vote out every single Democrat and then keep your eyes on every single Republican because they will not be able to hide behind Nancy Pelosi anymore, Mitch. Don't think we don't understand or know what goes on. This bill was a huge stack. It had to be two and a half to three reams of paper to qualify to give loans to businesses and stimulus checks. I hate that word to American citizens. Money you earned coming back home. What are you going to do, America? Are you going to take this stimulus line down? Or are you going to get up, get angry, and start making some phone calls? Right now, you need to make... Because they're, they're working on another stimulus bill to help the COVID virus fight. The war on COVID. Well, the war is with Congress. Can you not see who they're fighting for? It isn't for you. They're mugging you every single day, mugging you, slapping you in the face. We're going to put a raisin here. You're never going to know. Don't think that the Senate did a great service to you. It's going to take you. Maybe it's going to take a virus. Whatever it's going to take, we need to bring America home. <laughs> 